Good morning. It's Pat, aka Dreamer Pat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, how you guys doing? Uh, so today is a fun podcast. Um, I'm gonna be talking about my my epic Colorado adventure. Um, man, like, let me give some like like background on like this whole endeavor and why I chose it and like just all that good stuff. So. So, for anyone who knows me, I've been doing this series on my YouTube channel, which, by the way, you guys should totally subscribe to. It's Dreamer Pat, innocent plug. Um, yeah, so I've been doing this challenge. It's called the Take Back Life Challenge. And the whole goal of this challenge is to basically just force myself out of myself to do things that I would not normally do. And the reason why this is so important to me is... You know, as my adventure of being like a business owner, you know, I've been in serious relationship, well, one serious relationship, and well, technically two, and you know, I, I've noticed that I've I've made a lot of sacrifices. You know, I made a lot of decisions, and I, I molded myself to a lot of different worlds that were not mine. And part of this whole take back life, take back challenge thing is getting back to the roots of like who I am. Honestly, to be honest. And just doing things for Pat. And not only that, you know, it's also just really, really fun, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I thoroughly enjoy, you know, getting my equipment together and going out and just, like, creating these beautiful, awesome, epic videos. Like, it's just a lot of fun to me. So, that's, like, a little quick background of, you know, why I'm doing these challenges. And they all revolve around doing some form of adventure, no matter how big or innocent they are. So, why did I choose Colorado of all places to go? Uh, I, so here's here's like the here's here's the reasons why. So, you know, on in this journey, I was trying to find a place that I felt was like a good mix of outdoorsy as well as adventurous. Because there are places that are outdoorsy, but there's not a lot of like adventures, you know, packed onto it. And I wanted to go somewhere that also had snow. <laughs> to be honest, I wanted snow too. I wanted, I wanted mountains. I wanted snow. I wanted beautiful scenery. I wanted it all. So the only place, well, not the only place. There's definitely many places like that. But um, the, one of my clients um, is actually from Colorado, and you know, she was speaking about it and. I don't know what it was, but like, you know, as she was describing the area and kind of what it was like and everything that was associated with it, it just kind of like sparked like, man, like, what if I, you know, me being my my crazy self, what if I just made this super epic <laughs> journey to going to Colorado myself? Uh, you know, she described like how beautiful the mountains were. She described like there was, you know, there's just always an adventure to go on. You can always go up, and by up we mean like more elevation, and, and like everywhere you go, it's just beautiful, beautiful mountains and scenery all the time. And for someone like me, like I'm not like a big party person, so like, you know, it's it's not my number one way of expressing myself. But I mean, got me wrong, I could definitely have a good old good old time for sure. Um, but like I said, I wanted to choose somewhere that had. Um, all those things combined and you know the way she described Colorado I was like man like this sounds like a good idea 
And not to mention, you know, I've never been there. The last time I was in a place that had like all these similarities um, was when I used to live in Alaska. And just to be clear, Alaska, oh my gosh. Now talk about a beautiful place to live. That is a beautiful place to live without a doubt. However, I've already been there. (laughs) You know, part of this whole endeavor is doing things that I have never done before. So I ended up choosing uh, Colorado as my destination. Now, the process to like, not only just choosing, but like, you know, figuring out where to go and all that stuff was a little more, a little more complex. So the way that I chose like my routes and where to go and what places should I visit? Honestly, it wasn't that complicated. I'm totally like, I honestly just Google searched like all the coolest things to do there. And what I did once, once I found out all these things that I wanted to do there, I then decided to, you know, try to get in contact with you know, friends or anyone who just lived out in the area to get it, like, because, you know, like, whenever you decide to go somewhere, like, you can tell, like, you're not a local, like, you don't really know what's going on, so I wanted to plan my trip, but I also wanted to make it, you know, realistic, so there had to be that layer of, like, okay, like, where are we actually gonna go, so what I ended up doing was I created this, like, 15, 18 page list of, like, all the places that I saw on the internet that were, like, worthy of visiting that was just really nice and just like really cool you know destinations so while I created this list I needed to have it like not say verified but like just make sure it was doable so I ended up reaching out to like people that you know actually lived there and you know actually knew the area and I'd be honest a majority of them were like yo Pat there's no way you can fit all these things into just one weekend like it's just not humanly possible and you know me, I'm, you know, I like to fight the power a little bit. So I was like, you know what? That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to figure this out. So my original 15, 15 list, I condensed it down to, I believe, I think it was six or seven things that I did. And, you know, they were all things that were just very popular, like in Colorado to do. And just things that, you know, me being my crazy little adventure self that I was like, yo, we got to do this. So the first step of deciding where to go was, you know, I I went off, I went based off just all the things that I personally love to see. Like I said, I love to see scenery. I love to see mountains. I love hiking. I love going up. (laughs) I like challenging myself physically. So I ended up choosing, you know, Colorado. So that was, again, deciding where to go. Step one, just understand the things that you like and try to find a place that resembles those things. Step number two, uh, I made a giganto list. (laughs) Like, just make a list. Like, just go on the internet and just, like, look around, browse around, just find out all the things they have going on and just, you know, pick, like, 20, 18, 19, you know, however many, just get a good list of things that you want to, like, do in that area. And then step three, try to get in contact with someone that actually, like, lives there. Because, you know, something that I did not know was my list, although very magnificent and fun, there was a lot of areas that were unpassable simply because, and here they hear me out, they were literally closed off because of the winter. You could not physically actually get to the locations, which, I'll be honest, like, it sounds crazy because you would think that, like, everything is, you know, doable. However, it's it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. So 
again, you know, getting into contact with people that were actually there and knew the area helped a ton because I actually knew, as an example, so I wanted to go to, uh, and I, I mean, I, I, did up, I did end up going, but I wanted to go to Rocky Mountain National Park up there. Um, and while I was there, I, I wanted to go to a place. So there's like two sections of it, if, from my understanding. I could be wrong. Again, I'm not from there. But um, there was the Estes Park side, and then there's the Grand Lake side. And normally, if my understanding is correct, you can just... You can go to Rocky Mountain National Park, you go to Estes Park, and then if you decide to, there's like, they're, they're connected. You can just drive this path and it'll take you over to the Grand Lake side. So I had that in my original list. However, what I did not know was because of the winter and the conditions, you they actually closed off that section. So you're not actually able to go there. I mean, you can go there, but you have to basically do this giant U and it's a three hour drive deviation like you have to go out your way like three hours to get there and you know to be honest like while on my trip like the goal is not to be on the road the majority of the time you know the goal is to actually like enjoy the environment so that's how I kind of decided like my routes and where I was going to take like I said just doing like some research and then actually like hearing from the people like what was actually doable um there was another example like there was this place called Pikes Peak that I really wanted to do I hear a lot about it um However, and again, my understanding could be wrong, but there's sections of it that are unpassable right now. You can't, you can't physically get there, which again, crazy, right? But yeah, there's some sections you just can't do because they are, they're just blocked off due to what, you know, winter conditions. So yeah, that was my step three is just make sure that, you know, you do a little bit of research. Like don't just, you know, say, okay, I'm going here, which you can do that, but you know, there's there's always like it's just always beneficial to get a better understanding of just seeing who's out there and all that good stuff. Um, and then the next thing I did was I got a like I basically made like an itinerary. So uh, my step four was I just made an itinerary of all the things I wanted to do within reason. So what I ended up doing was I decided to I was going to be in three major parks. Um, I was going to be in Boulder, which I think is east i think it's east of denver i was gonna go in boulder i was gonna be in denver and i was gonna be in colorado springs um i wanted to be in boulder because i wanted to do the pearl street i just want to see what it was like i heard a lot of stories about boulder and like just how unique it is and i'm gonna be honest it is pretty unique it is definitely like a boulder vibe it's definitely like a whole thing um but in boulder you have to go through boulder to get to rocky mountain national park if i'm if I'm thinking this correct, I don't think you have to go through it, but you typically do go through it. I think that's a better way to say it. Um, so I want to go to Rocky Mountain National Park. And then on the way back from there, I wanted to go to Denver. Or not, I mean, not Denver. I want to go to Boulder. And then I want to go to Pearl Street. So while, I was in, while we went to Rocky Mountain, that was my first destination. We then went to Boulder. And then from Boulder, I went to back to Denver. And then we went downtown Denver. So to kind of put that on perspective, so Rocky Mountain National Park from where I was staying, which is like Aurora area, which is south? Oh man, I'm just trying to make up. <laughs> okay, so there's Denver, Aurora's to the right of Denver. <laughs> That's what I'm going to describe. I'm going to say right and left. Uh, if you see a map, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's like basically to the right of it. Um, and so I was staying there. And from where I was staying, Rocky Mountain National Park was like, like an hour, maybe like an hour and a half, not an hour and a half, but like close to it. So 
you know, we did the track early in the morning, got up there, we did our walk and run, and all that, or we did, we traversed the mountain, which by the way, 10 out of 10 recommend, like, you gotta go to Rocky Mountain National Park. It was literally the number one place you had to go, like, according to the internet. So, yeah, you have to go there. It's, it's totally worth the trip. Just do it. Put in your itinerary. It just make it happen. So, Rocky National Park. And then, coming back from there, I went to Boulder. Because it was on the way. So, I could kill two birds with one stone. Uh, we went to Pearl Street. And, again, Boulder is definitely its own entity, without a doubt. It's just different. Like, I don't know. Like, you had to, like, get there to kind of see it. Like, and I think the other interesting thing is, like, while I was there, like, you could just feel this and like it's not a bad place at all like it's it to be honest it's like a giant hippie town it's actually pretty cool like everyone seemed really chill and just nice and like everyone i saw like so many people with like like the tie-dye shirts and like you know all that kind of like and like dreadlocks and just a real down-to-earth hippie-ish area so it was pretty nice and um from my understanding i saw a lot of people with like you know very high-end cars so it definitely had a place that had a lot of money too so it was like a rich hippie town which is interesting to say the least um someone told me it was a republic i don't i don't know if that's true or not but i'm kind of curious if that's true or not um uh, but if it is true hey that's cool so we went from there um to uh denver we were in downtown denver um i saw the like i went to empower stadium or oh sorry sorry hold on hold on someone told me that only tourists call it empower stadium apparently that's like a thing it has like its own little nickname i don't know what it is but yeah we went there empower stadium and then we went to this place called Meow Wolf. And oh my god, Meow Wolf was the trippiest place I've ever been. I don't like I live like you'll see if you've seen the YouTube video, like it's the area where you see like swirlies like as you're like walking and there's like random lights and just weird just, just weird shit everywhere to be honest. It's just very interesting. Um I went in there with like zero expectation and i left just very confused and wanting more questions and like not in a bad way it was just it was just different it was interesting it was weird um so after that it was like super duper late um we ended up catching the tail end of the oh what was it the bills and who's versus the bills the chiefs the chiefs game and that was such a heartbreaker but i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> i'm not gonna get into that one at all uh so we went from there uh from there we went to this is like sunday morning now so that whole endeavor of rocky Mountain national park boulder and then back to empower stadium um uh, empower stadium or mile high whatever you want to call it to meow wolf that was like a whole saturday like that was enough to jam pack into one saturday and because i was vlogging everything like i needed sunlight i mean or at least for most like at least for the adventure tracks i needed a little bit of sunlight and interesting enough like it gets dark pretty early in colorado i was actually not expecting that um i'm guessing because the way the mountains are that's why it takes it's like that but either way it got dark around like about five around five or six is usually when it got dark um and then from there um we this is like sunday morning now i went to i went from aurora to colorado springs and while in Colorado Springs, I knew that I was going to just, like, go crazy. <laughs> because I wanted to do that the incline. And if you have not done the incline yet, yo, you got to do the incline. Like, if you're an athlete, and you just want to challenge yourself, and you like stuff like that, and you like hiking, and you just like challenging hikes, like, the incline is no joke, man. It's, like, basically, like, a mile stretch going straight up a mountain 
that is like a 2,000 foot elevation climb. And just to put that in perspective, to go 2,000 feet in the air in one mile is ridiculous. You are basically just going up. <laughs> and when you're driving up to it, the, the town is called Ma- Ma- Maito? Maito? I don't know. It's called something like that. Maito, something like that. It's called the Matsu Incline. I know that much. Um, and it's funny because like, even when you're booking it, like it gives you like a warning. Like, yo, if you're not physically fit, basically like this is not recommended. And they, I see why. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, so... Like I said, we did the incline. Um, that endeavor, like I got there early. I think I got there like at like eight, like eight o'clock. Like drove an hour from Aurora, all the way to Colorado Springs, and like super early. I just wanted to give my whole day enough time and get as much sun as I could, you know, for the whole day. So ended up doing the incline. The incline took me a good like I think it was like an hour, maybe some change, like an hour, like 10, 15, maybe a little less than that. I I should have timed it. I really should have. Um, to get up there um just to, to traverse the whole thing took like a good hour and it was rough <laughs> uh so i ended up doing that i traversed it i basically died like three times and then i got to the false summit and a while on the false summit there was uh, a trail so you had like a few options to get back down so you could just go back down the incline which from what i understand is something like it's kind of frowned upon which i totally get why uh, but the only issue I had was, you know, a lot of people going down, it had spikes and I did not have any spikes. Uh, and by spikes, I mean like there's like these like rubber things you can put in the front of your shoe and like in the back of your heel that like click onto the shoe. And it's like literally like has like, like spokes, like spikes on it um, because there's like snow and ice everywhere. So it's just nice to have that. So while there, um, when I got up. I want to say I to go back down. There was just so much ice and snow. I was like, nah, I don't really want to go back down that way. So there was this place called the Bar Trail. And the Bar Trail was like, looking back, like, I'm definitely going to do that trail again because it was just so fun. It's like literally this downhill, four and a half mile. Um, you don't have to run it. You could obviously just walk it, but it's like downhill, four and a half miles to get all the way back down to, uh, to, uh, to, to the beginning of the trail and you can run it you can walk it you know whatever but the cool part is like it's so scenic like le- to your left is like these beautiful like red you know very scenic rocks and then on your right you can see like the snowy mountains and pikes peak and all this stuff and it's just a beautiful downhill track like you cannot i it, it's just hard to describe like how beautiful that was you, you got to do it so Went there to the incline, went, went down the bar trail. That was maybe like a three, four hour endeavor. And to be honest, I kind of got lost at one point. You know, I can't help it, whatever. Um, so from there, went to Garden of the Gods. And luckily, Garden of the Gods and the incline are like super duper close. It's like, I think like 15 minutes apart. So like, if you're going to do those two things, like they're right next to each other. Like it's so, it's perfect. Uh, so went to Garden of the Gods. Um, very scenic, very beautiful, like a lot of like history and like fun, like lore about the area. Um, we stayed mainly in like the main part of it, like which is like, the main rock formations. We didn't travel out as much as we could have, only because at this point, I think it's like one or two, one or two o'clock. And, you know, it's, it's lunchtime. So like, you know, I got to like make a decision because there was one more really, really big destination I wanted to hit, which was the Red Rocks Amphitheater. Um, that was like one place I had to go. Like I have to go there. Now, granted, I don't quite recall where it was geographically in Colorado. I just knew it was near Denver, like 45 minutes from Denver, I think it was. 
so we had the hour drive and then we had the obviously we got to eat food at some point and then we had the journey to red rocks so it kind of put all that in perspective so ended up going like i said we're in colorado springs did the incline about three hours of the incline and then garden of the gods there for about another two hours now at this point it's like one or two o'clock and i'm like dang like running <laughs> like i'm thinking about the sunlight because i still have an hour drive back to denver for because when i have my rental there and you know i just got to get there so ended up going all the way up to uh you know going back to denver i think it's like two o'clock at this point ish you know got food it's about three ish something and then sunlight is now becoming like a factor so ended up i think it was like a 45 minute drive i think to uh to red rocks to the red rocks amphitheater and man 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 i am so thankful we went out there because the amphitheater is an absolutely just breathtakingly beautiful place like you cannot beat it it is there's these two gigantic beautiful big like really like vibrant red rocks to the left and right of you and then you look down and there's an amphitheater at the very bottom and there's like like maybe like a hundred ish steps are like seats too it's it's literally and it's an amphitheater like it's huge and then behind the amphitheater you can see like all of denver like you can see so much from the amphitheater it is just such a beautiful place and i know like a lot of people i think they mentioned it's like mainly used for like like edm concerts and stuff like that and you can tell like you can totally tell like it's meant for that but that was like such a beautiful awesome place to go um so that is in a nutshell how i planned my trip so like i said i just followed a few steps like Step number one is just finding a place that resembles all the things that you just want to see. Um, step two was getting content or creating like a giant list of like all the things you want to do, all the things you want to experience. Um, step three is, you know, doing your research and just talking to some locals, kind of get an idea what was actually like possible. Um, step number four is actually just implementing your whole plan and just getting out there and trying it. And then step number five is just enjoy it, man. Like really try to make it an adventure like really come in with the right attitude come in with the, the attention to seek do not take the lazy way out and like just get tired and be like oh okay we're done like no like just embrace it go 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 like keep going so that was my awesome colorado trip and how i planned it like it was such a great time i man leaving felt like a prank man i did not want to leave at all at all um but that's my time guys like i hope you guys really enjoyed you know listening to this and i hope you guys do a trip and plan it accordingly and just have fun with it i enjoyed myself immensely and i am anxious to go back because there's so much more left i need to explore and my little gypsy heart is just all about it so on that note this is pat checking out hope you guys enjoyed this video as always don't forget to like share and subscribe and i will catch you guys next time What's up guys? It's Pat, aka Dreamer Pat. I hope you guys are having an amazing day so far. So I'm gonna be the first one to admit, I apologize y'all, I have not done a podcast. Man, it's been a few months, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a few months. But it's about that time to give an update. Um, for those who have been following along on my journey, um, I decided and I think it was beginning of February? No, no, 
March 1st, sorry, March 1st, I opted to essentially blow up my life, essentially blow up my life, and uh, I, <laughs> you know, for lack of better words, I think I, I just, I went for it, full, <laughs> as they say, full send, full send, um, and I want to give my updates on it, I want to give my updates, and I'm about six months in, it's, uh, yeah, I started March, and yeah, that was, it's, man, it's October, isn't that insane? So I want to give you guys my two cents, kind of my experience, how it's been, and kind of like my recommendations if you're going to do it. And I guess things to expect <laughs> when you start your journey over. So let's kind of like circle back to like why I did it in the first place. So um, when I was first deciding to, you know, make my big move to like really, you know, take myself to do something I've never done and just blow everything up. <laughs> let's just call it like that. We're just going to say we're just going to blow everything up. Um, when I decided to do this, it was... It was a few main reasons. Like, uh, one of the main reasons was... I'm, I'm going to give you three. So, one of the main reasons was... To be honest, my my current living situation when I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina... And, like, the circumstances around that area... And just everything I was experiencing... It was just time for a change, man. Like, it was honestly just time for a change. Um, I could not see the vision. I couldn't see... Like... Yes, I was making money and I had my gym. And for those who don't know, I'm, I'm a business owner. Like, I, you know, I was doing, I was doing the dance, as they say. I was doing the dance, and unfortunately, like as the days went on, it just progressively kind of dragged a little bit. Kind of like I really got to a place where I was, I just wasn't as happy as I know I could be, and I was essentially accepting the world as it was, just because, and that really made things difficult um the second main reason is man the amount of skeletons i had there oh my gracious man um you know i will be the first one to admit you know i have you know i i've been engaged once before you know i've i've done the fall deeply in love and have my heart broken you know i've, I've done those dances and you know, when, when you do those things, it gives you, like, a new perspective on things. Because, you know, when, when heartbreak or anything like that happens initially, like, you really kind of enter this world of, you know, I can't see a new world outside of what I'm used to. Like, there's just no way it can happen. And, you know, I really did fall into that trap where, like, I essentially mourned just, like, the outcomes that I experienced. And, you know, it was really hard to see anything past it. And that kind of played into the whole just accepting things as they are um the third reason i decided to make my big move was honestly i wanted to be somewhere that was more more kind of like more about what i enjoy doing so like you know i really enjoy like going on adventures and going on hikes and like experiencing that world and you know really just going out there and just having fun and just seeing nature at its finest and you know, the area that I lived in, like, I'm going to be honest with you, it's it's not really conducive to that, you know? Like, there's no mountains, there's no, like, there's nothing over there that really is like, okay, this is a beautiful oasis of fun. And don't get me wrong, like, I know places like Asheville, and there's, like, a few other places that are, like, really beautiful, but per where I lived, I mean, those were, like, three hours away. And, you know, it's just, it just wasn't, it just couldn't compare, you know? So... When I, uh, in early January, uh, I decided to do, like, a little vlog over to Colorado and, like, you know, experience it. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I absolutely fell in love. And I understand why people move to Colorado. Like, it's it's an absolutely beautiful state. Like, 
Talk about a place where you get nature, mountains, beauty, and everything is like within an hour's reach. And some some even shorter. Like you can go thirty minutes and experience mountains, you know. And and just to be clear, like I'm you know, I'm in like the, the Denver area of course. And yeah, it was love it. And to be honest, like I I, I kinda encourage anyone to like just, you know, take a trip down there and like experience some of like the nature it has to, you know, offer. So let's kind of like circle back so uh yeah it's been officially i'm just gonna move forward so it's been officially six months since i've been in colorado well about six months since i've been in colorado and i'm not gonna lie it's been it's been like an up and down journey you know just like you know it's funny because like when you go somewhere new like you honestly expect it to be like okay fresh start brand new beginning things are gonna be great like but the, the reality is, like, you know, you're going to experience, you know, the, the tragedies of life in some way, shape, or form. Like, you're, you're not going to avoid those. Like, the headaches and all that kind of stuff, it's going to be there. And I hate to say it that way because I don't want to, like, discourage anyone. But, you know, the reality is there will be a lot of moments of, like, oh, my gracious, what is this? You know, <laughs> what is life? And... I will say that I've, I've experienced those, you know, like just, you know, like life struggles, man. Like, you know, being homesick and, you know, like I never thought I'd be so homesick before, you know, um, there's been like, you know, I've met a lot of great people and, you know, I've (laughs) created a few skeletons here too. And, you know, you, you don't expect these things to happen, but they do, but they do. And, you know, I decided to take my, like, life reset, you know, even one step further, to be honest with you. I decided to take it one step further um, in the sense that I um, I even decided to start a brand new career, which imagine starting over and then starting a new career, too. So now everything's brand new. So um, for those who don't know, like I said, I've been training people for the past, like, seven years, man, if not longer. And, you know, I've really enjoyed it. Um, however, again, like, new beginnings, just want to do things new. Um, I decided to just try a brand new craft and, you know, I, I can say that it's been interesting. It's been interesting because like you grow so accustomed to like a certain way of living that when you like flip everything on its head, it's like almost hard to like imagine like, oh my gosh, this is really what's going on. Um, so yeah, I changed my career. Um, I, well, I mean, to be fair, I'm still training people. I love it. I can't help it. But you know, I, I'm not doing it full time like I used to. So yeah, training people, you know, brand new place, brand new city, brand new adventures, you know, everything is just new. And the funny thing is, is when you, well, at least for me, like doing all this new change and doing all this like new experiences, like it's kind of humbling in the sense that like, you know, when you start somewhere new, you have to like redevelop like your friendship network and like your networking in general. And like, you really have to like put yourself out there. And that's one big thing I would, like, want to say, like, you know, I really had to, like, put myself out there to, like, get to know people and, like, build those friendships and relationships with people to, like, you know, like, further myself, you know, whatever I'm trying to do. And the crazy part about it is, like, you'd be surprised how many people are doing something similar in the sense that, like, they're also, like, restarting their lives, which is which is really cool. So, kind of fast-forwarding, like, my experience so far in Colorado since I've been here I'll be honest with you, if I had to, like, just rate it, like, if I had to give, like, a number rating, like, one being, like, oh, my God, worst mistake ever, and ten being, like, best decision I've ever made, I would put it at a strong, like, eight. 
eights. And the reason why I say a strong eight is because I think when I when I initially left North Carolina, like I guess my expectation was essentially to like almost delete everything from my past. Like just control hard delete it, get rid of it, all memories need to go. But it, it, it's funny because like you, you really don't want to do that because, you know, there's granted like not every experience was like the best, but, you know, y- your past and like your history is still a part of you and it always will be. And that's OK. And like you really do want to learn from it because like moving forward, like, you know, I've learned like how to like really cultivate relationships and like really like build. Um, however, I will say that like the reason why I don't rank it as entirely high as I would like is you know, there are some things I'm kind of like, ugh. Like, <laughs> this is this is going to be a little, like, minute. But, like, you know, things like oceans. Like, I, I do miss oceans. Like, that's, like, a thing. Because, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, Colorado's a little landlocked. Like, you're not you're not going to find an ocean, off, of course, anytime soon. We have a lot of reservoirs, which is fine. Um, the people and, like, kind of, like, the people surrounding Denver and, you know, the Denver-ish area, at least as far as I've met so far, you know, they've been really great people, and I've met a lot. I, I will say one thing about Colorado is people are very, very, very friendly. Uh, I think that's really awesome, and, you know, I really enjoyed that. Um, I will say, like, <laughs> one thing I'm like, oh, about a little bit is, you know, sometimes I feel like, and this is probably true for most places, like, you know, like, if you're not someone who's, like, super big into drinking, like, it's it, it can be a little difficult sometimes to, like, you know, enjoy things as much as everyone, but I, I think that's pretty much anywhere. Um, the other thing about Colorado, I've you know, I've really enjoyed so far is just ah, just the nature, man. You can't can't get past it. But you know, with all those being said, like my overall experience of just like restarting in general, like it has been, it's been scary at times because scary because like everything is just so new. Like you really do have to like put yourself out there and. You know, the funny thing is, like, I consider myself a very, like, outgoing, let's go for it kind of guy. So, like, you know, when, I, when I'm putting myself out there, like, there's always that layer of, like, scaredness to it. Um, my expectations for, like, a fresh new beginning did become a reality. But it's, it's so funny because your past always, like, creeps back. And, you know, I, I would almost encourage anyone who's, like... I think the natural mode is like when things are not going in your favor is to just control how delete, start over somewhere new because you know, whatever. But the part you don't realize is like the same mentalities that were like in a previous place you live, they're everywhere. <laughs> like it's it's like a thing. Like you like you may be starting fresh somewhere new, but the mentalities of people that are there are just like the same mentalities that you you know, you found somewhere else. At least in my experience so far. Like there's still like the same level of like you know nervousness is out there people are still like hesitant about stuff which is okay um so you know the whole idea of like a new beginning and starting fresh is is it as liberating as it sounds i'm gonna say yes and no i'm gonna say no because like just because you're going somewhere new does not mean your entire world is gonna change it just means you just change like the greenery so like you know that quote you know the grass is always green on the other side it is kind of true in the sense that like you're expecting like a whole new world <laughs> kind of what like you're expecting but there will be a lot of similarities when you you know you make your change um but i will say this like one of the biggest thing caveats that i've experienced and i i'm really glad i've, I've done this is you know i've learned that i can 
I can essentially start new anywhere that I really want. And as wild as that sounds, I, I do think a lot of people operate as if, like, there's no chance of a new world. Like, there's no way you can leave because you've created this foundation here and there's no way you can uproot. And But when you go on this journey and you realize that, wow, like, I really do have the capability to start fresh or start new wherever I go. I really can do that. <laughs> um, that part right there is really liberating because it makes you feel like you're not landlocked to one area it doesn't make you feel like like you don't feel as if you're forced to stay in one area you do have the option to just get up and move 100 and you know one thing i always want to tell people like when you do big moves like this you can always go back to where you started now granted like i see obviously why you would not want to um but you know that is a possibility so that is one thing that's also been very like fruitful for me. So I, I don't feel like I am stuck in one state. You know what I mean? I don't feel that way. I feel like I really can, you know, create a beautiful journey wherever I go, which that part is so awesome. Um, yeah. So like, again, I, I really do. And just kind of like tips for you, you know, tips for you if you are deciding to like take on this brand new journey is I would honestly say like join facebook groups before you even enter the state and the reason why i say that is because you know i've joined a bunch of like rec leagues and i've like joining the rec leagues and just like playing sports with people or like even joining like hiking groups or you know whatever the case may be you know that is a amazing way to meet people quick you know it's it's a really great way to kind of like break the ice and like get to know people i will say yeah so definitely join facebook groups get to know people that way because, like, honestly, like, the more people you know, like, the better time you're going to have. And I would argue that with anyone because, like, it really is true. Like, I don't care. Like, I know a lot of people like to be like, no, I'm, you know, I'm solo dolo. I do me. I just need me. But, like, that's, that's just not fun, man. Like, I, I want to experience things with, you know, a good group of friends. So I encourage anyone, like, if you're going to go somewhere new, like, join the Facebook groups. Um, second thing, uh, start looking for a place to live before you go there quick <laughs> um one thing i did not realize is how overpopulated colorado was did not realize that <laughs> so you know finding a place i'm not gonna lie it was a little difficult it was a little difficult only because like my expectation versus reality like i was expecting to have like a plethora of options but the part i did not realize was how expensive it was here i mean like literally if you, like the closer you get to like denver in in itself like the price is just i mean skyrocket and we're not even gonna talk about the housing market here we're not even gonna get into that but <laughs> um so yeah i would say start looking for a place before you even get there and don't be afraid to like message people and like you can even do virtual tours if you really want to you know whatever you got to do um the other thing I would encourage you to do is um, your, your transportation situation. You know, if you are in the position where you could buy a new car in that state or you could just straight up drive your car up there, do it. Um, if you can avoid buying a new car overall, I totally encourage you to do it. It's, it's really expensive. It's not fun. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> um, and the next thing I would encourage you to do is, you know, plan your adventures, like create your bucket list before you even get to the state. And I say that because, like, once you're, like, actually in the state and doing your thing, like, you're going to fall into your routine pretty quickly. So, like, sometimes you kind of, like, deviate from that that 
that mode of like okay let me like go do this let me go do that like because you kind of get into this mode of like oh i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta do this so you know write that bucket list early and then the last thing i would encourage you to do is um when you like go to like <laughs> go to like some local dive bars and like ask them about the area um you know you know especially like the barbers i'm uh, not barbers sorry the uh the bartenders like they typically usually know the area fairly well and they've been there for a while so you can always get like the inside scoop of like what's you know what's what's popping what's not so that's a really cool way to do it so those are my little tips for you guys i hope you guys enjoyed my rant this is my update of my just overall journey so far it's been great honestly i i would not go back to <laughs> north carolina if i can help it at least not the area i lived in I think that anyone who is contemplating to make that big change, I think you just got to do it, man. Like, stop playing around. Stop hesitating. Stop, like, contemplating. Like, get, get all the things you need to make the move and just go and do it. Stop being a victim of your circumstances. Stop being, like, stop falling into this realm of, like, oh, this is just how it's supposed to be. Get your ass up and go. <laughs> But okay, guys, that's my little podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. On that note, I can't wait to you know, hear about you guys' feedback towards this. And if you guys have experiences where you've made the big leap, tell me about it. I want to hear about it. I want to hear like how you got like situated and ready to go. So on that note, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I will get you guys next time.